Welcome to Wellbeing. Thank you for joining us. I'm Susie Taplin, founder of MAST, a center for well-being on Nantucket and beyond. This is where we have curious, compassionate conversations about what makes each of us well. Today, as we close out 2023, I am coming here to share a little bit about how I think about the end of a year. And this year in particular has been obviously really expansive and huge for myself and for my family with the creation of MAST. And there's an endless amount of information bombarding us at this time of year about goal setting and what we want for the new year and the excitement of starting over. And while I think that all of that is positive and encouraging and can be inspiring, much of it doesn't stick and it isn't sustainable. And for years, I would make goals of achieving things and put it on my list for the year. And I love a list and I love a to-do list, but I can check it off. And at one point in my experience, I would add things to my to-do list that I had already done just so I could have the pleasure of checking it off. And so I can appreciate that aspect of it. But several years ago, I, I really had to look at why I was making the goals and what I wanted from the goals, because the goals are really a step towards how we want to feel and who we want to become. And I started to shift my thinking. And so I'm going to share with you a little bit of the context with which I look at a year-end review. And I think about it in terms of time and how I spent my time. How did I spend my time in 2023? Meaning, what was I doing? What are the experiences that I created? And who are the people that came into my life? And how did all of that shape who I became this year? And so when I start to look at it from that perspective, it makes it very easy for me to see what worked, what didn't work, what contributed to who I want to become, and what really took energy away from that. So... It's, it's a little bit of an audit, and I start with my calendar. I look at my calendar, and I see where I spent my time. Now, we all have calendars, whether they're digital or they're paper, and you can go back to January of 2023 and look at where exactly did I spend my time? What kind of meetings did I sit inside of? What activities did I do? Where were my lists? So wherever you keep any of that, that would be my first suggestion, is to go back to your calendar and look at what did I do? How did I spend my time in 2023 without any agenda, just observing it? And you're naturally going to see, wow, I spent an enormous amount of time on this specific thing. And the next question would be, did that actually yield the result that I want? And then you have something to work with. So for example, if I look at my 2023, I spent a huge amount of time in the first half of 2023 in the creation of mass, a ton of time in that. And so where was I taking things? How did, how did the energy that I put into there take away from something else? And did I get the result that I wanted? The answer would be yes. I opened this business and I got a beautiful result. What was sacrificed in the energy that I put towards that was my own pattern of well-being, like my own pattern of waking up, journaling, exercising, 
I, my to-do list for math became so long that I had to cut something somewhere else, which is fine. But when I look at it, I can clearly see, oh, I did not get the result that I wanted physically in my physical health because I gave so much energy here. So how do I rebalance that? And I actually did this in September and changed a lot of how I was living because I realized by the time the end of the year rolls around, I really want to have a consistent practice and pattern and habit around my physical exercise. And so, and why do I want that? I want it because my being physically active and being in a real habit of prioritizing exercise for me shifts everything. It makes me feel good. So the zoom out, the looking at the time, it gives you an opportunity to say, where did I spend my time? I also realized that I had been in my head thinking that one of my kiddos in their travel sports was really taking a ton of time. But when I looked at the calendar, I realized it actually didn't take up that much time. I had just made it into a bigger thing than it was. My husband does a lot of the travel. We split that going off island. I, I really enjoy watching him play sports. But in my head, I had made it seem like it was a really big deal, like it had a very big impact on our family, that it changed our weekends. And while we were in this moment of growth where we had one child who was now you know, expanding their interest and required some effort from us that was very different. It also had so many more positives than negatives. And I didn't have an opportunity to really embrace that until I stopped and looked at the calendar and looked at the date, the facts of it. And the facts of the matter were that it wasn't taking a ton of time away. And it was something that brought tremendous joy to him and it brought joy to us. And it has completely changed the way I moved into this winter season of sports. And so I think taking a moment to look at your calendar and really understand where you put your energy is so valuable, but it, it needs to be done without judgment. You know, I had in one area inflated something that didn't need to be inflated. And I could see how that created a result of stress that was completely unnecessary for myself and for my family. And then I can see in another area where I really was intentional and put a ton of time into something that came into the world and yield beautiful results, but needed a little bit more balance. So that's a huge piece for me in terms of then looking forward to the following year. So when I think about 2024 and I have a better sense of where I spent, you know, where I place my energy and my attention in 2023, now I can look into next year and say, okay, I can feel a little more balanced inside of MAST and where do I need support and how do I get that support? I can feel a lot better about the activity level of my kids and how we are managing that in this moment and how it doesn't take anything away from family time. It actually enhances it. I can embrace the fact that dividing and conquering as your kids get older is really a healthy thing for everyone. And I already have a lot of ease around all of that. I know that I want to prioritize my physical health. I want to be in a consistent pattern of exercising. So that means I have to put that into the schedule. And I, and I also know that I want to be very intentional when I am spending time with my family and with people who I enjoy being with. 
And so that brings me to the next point. I've got a good idea of where I want my time, what it looks like. So the next thing would be, I always ask myself, okay, who do I want to spend it with? And this may not be a popular thing, but I actually wrote a list of people. And I thought about people who I feel good around, people who I have a lot of fun with, who I laugh with, who um, I can have interesting conversations with. But at the heart of it, I just feel good when I'm with these people. And those are people I'd like to be with more in 2024. I also would like to open the door to make new friendships in 2024, which I'm not sure as adults how often we cultivate that. And so I'll share with you a way that kind of plays out because you might think, well, how do I make new friends, right? And But it's really being open to new experiences. So since I made this intention and I actually did it on Christmas Eve morning, I was journaling and I was like, you know, who are the people who I really enjoyed, enjoy being with and spent time with in 2023. And I want to cultivate those relationships. And I wrote it down and then I thought, well, how am I going to meet new people? I'll be open to new experiences. And within the past several days, I have had multiple more than five opportunities or invitations for things that I would not have considered if I consciously didn't think I want to meet new people. And the first thing I thought was, wow, that could be a really fun way to meet somebody new. And so I would encourage you to think about who you spend your time with and how they make you feel. And it's okay to let go of time spent with people who don't make you feel good. It's okay to do that. It doesn't mean that you don't value a piece of that relationship, but it doesn't, if we really look at how we're spending our time and who we're spending it with, you might find that there's one or two people that you're spending a lot of time with that don't bring out in you what you love about you. So how I'm spending my time, who I'm spending it with. And then the next thing I really think about, and I think about this a lot through the month of December. So I give myself a lot of time to think about it is who do I want to become in the process? So who do I want to become in 2024 and who did I become in 2023? So in 2023, I became an entrepreneur I went back to work after being at home with my kids for 10 years. So I created a very different dynamic inside my family, which meant that I became someone who really got very practiced at clear boundaries. I became someone who put my dream of creating something as a priority, whereas I had spent the past 10 years putting what my children and my husband's dreams were as the priority. I became someone who was incredibly forgiving of herself because I've made a million mistakes and I'm grateful for the mistakes because that's where all of my learning came. I became someone who can has the capacity to hold a tremendous amount of feedback and um, who also knows that at some point feedback is not helpful and useful for moving forward. So I, I became someone who has honed my skill of discernment around the voices that I listen to. And all that came out of 2023. So who do I want to become in 2024? 
well, I want more of what is happening now. I want to become someone who, which is at the core of why I created MAST, who holds steady to who she is regardless of what's happening around her. And that for me is fairly consistent. And I don't expect to nail that at a hundred percent because I'm human and that's just not possible. But there are areas in my life, there are circumstances in my life, there are people in my life where they are providing beautiful opportunities for me to practice the skill of staying true to myself and staying true to my own voice and staying calm and peaceful within. And I am going to embrace those opportunities in 2024 because they are great learning opportunities for me. They're great ways, like I said, to practice that internal peace and consistency. And so once I'm clear on how I'm spending my time, who I want to spend it with and who I want to become, then I can create some goals. So my goals can support who I want to become and who I want to spend time with. And so what that looks like is if I am someone, I'll take the last example. If I am someone who wants to practice staying steady and true to herself, then my goal is to continue to start my day with moments of getting centered for myself. So I start my day, sometimes it happens before I even get out of bed. And I think to myself, who do I want to be today? And what do I want to be open to? And that practice is vital to me being able to hold my own throughout the day. Because then as the day unfolds, I can remember the promise I made to myself that morning. So my goal then becomes, how do I expand that and hold on to it longer? And how do I build things into my day? And so one of my goals is that before, this is something that I've toyed with and I've wanted, but I haven't prioritized. But this year it falls in the goal bucket. I love picking my kids up from school. It's the highlight of my day, Monday through Friday. I absolutely love being the one to greet them when they're done with school. So my goal is that when driving to pick them up, I am not listening to music. I'm not listening to a podcast. I'm not, there's silence in the car and I'm going to take some deep breaths and I'm going to think about who I want to be when I pick them up. And then I'm just going to watch and see how that changes our interaction. And it seems like a simple goal, but it it will have a profound impact on how we start our afternoon because I don't know how they're going to come out of school. Some days they come out of school feeling great and some days they don't. So I can back into that goal because I know who I want to be. I want to hold steady. So how am I going to hold steady? I'm going to practice. I'm going to give, I'm going to put in micro practices throughout the day to hold steady to that. And so I think once we know who we want to be, it's really easy to put our goals in. If I know I want to prioritize health, well, then I'm I'm going to be someone who shows up at the gym, who shows up to my running club, who shows up for, who says yes to different, um, you know, rate, maybe running races that I get invited to. And then I'm nailing two goals with, with one event. I'm meeting new people and I'm prioritizing my health. So it makes it super easy once I know who I want to be. And the last thing I will say about that is that once you have an idea of who you want to become and what your goals are, the key piece is not motivation. You can't wait for motivation. Motivation is 
in my opinion, motivation is leading. And it's not sustainable. It's really believing that you can have whatever you want, that you can create the life that you want, that anything is possible for you. And it's at the core of MAST. And what I'm, you know, if you, if you don't subscribe to our newsletter, I would invite you to do it. You can go to our website at www.massnantucket.com. It's down at the bottom and you subscribe to the newsletter. I really try to make the newsletter as meaningful and as rich as possible because no one needs more junk mail in their email. But I write about this in our January newsletter. If you believe in the possibility of who you are becoming, you don't need motivation. You just need that belief. And then you get up and you work towards that belief. So that's a little bit of a recap of how I think about the year and what I want for myself and how I want to believe things can go. And I would encourage you to try it because it's a fun, lighthearted way to do it and be supportive of yourself. So I wish you all a beautiful New Year's and a beautiful start to next year. We have so many wonderful things happening at MAST. We have incredible programming. We are expanding the podcast. I would love your suggestions of conversations. We'll be, I'm collaborating with ACK Radio to do a much longer format and it'll be a really rich conversation. So I invite you to continue to follow us. I wish you so much love and joy in the new year and can't wait to greet you at MAST. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Wellbeing, the Well Within You. I hope you join us next week as we continue to discuss all that makes us well. Be well, friends.